Thank you. Whoa, we're live. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Rebootleggers. This is a comedy podcast where we make reboots that you didn't ask for. I'm Scott Owen. I'm Frank Sarah. Joining this was... Joining... Joining... It's not funny. It's it's hard to talk, Frank. Joining us this week is a very special guest, Hannah Chase. Hello. Welcome to the show, Hannah. Thank you so much. We're so excited to have you here. We're excited to have a not dude guest a really a really big guest well i hope to be able to really like bring the female perspective to this i hope so i hope so as well because Mm -hmm. we this is gonna be a really big episode scott (laughs) i it took me the second time to realize what you're doing why is it gonna be a big episode frank that's because we're we're gonna be rebooting the Tom Hanks classic Big. Oh, Scott. it's a it's a literally big episode. No, wait, it's, it's not be, literally it's gonna big. Be, well, it's gonna be the big episode because we don't episode. we don't ever repeat movies. That's true. We don't until we do, and then we you mm-hmm. made until us we run out. Um, but so Hannah, you sent us this in a long list of movies of movies that you know intimately intimately well. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, for those of our listeners who haven't seen this movie, it's definitely not for me, someone who's definitely, definitely seen this movie for sure. Um, can you just give us a very quick rundown of Tom Hanks' Big? Sure, I can do my best. So, movie starts with like a twelve-year-old kid, Josh, who is, I guess, like hasn't really hit puberty yet. Like he's still like a pretty small twelve-year-old kid. I feel. Um, and he wants to be big and he like wants to ride a ride at the carnival. Uh, and he is really like frustrated and he puts a coin into this machine called Zoltar, which is this like old fortune telly, like carnival fair machine thing. Mm -hmm. And he wishes to be big. And then, you know, it says like your wish is granted or something like that. Uh, and then he goes home and he goes to sleep. This is a kid. This isn't Tom Hanks yet. And he wakes up the next morning and suddenly he's Tom Hanks. And he's really big and he's a grown-up all of a sudden. And he has lots of grown-up adventures. He has sex with a lady, which is, like, really um, crazy if you think about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because he's still, like, a 12-year-old. So this isn't time travel. It's the same... He just wakes up the next day and he's an adult man in his yes. bedroom. He's like in his childhood bedroom, but he like doesn't fit in his bed and he uh. is an he's a full grown adult. And, and he, he like runs sex. away. Okay. And he gets to have sex as a twelve year old. Interesting. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. It's a weird <laughs> it's like a weird scene as a viewer. Yeah. Um, sure. <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't run into his parents. I don't, I don't. I don't remember. No, I don't parents. believe. Maybe yeah. he like does run into his parents at the very beginning, and they're like, "Why are you here?" And he is like, "Cause they don't know who he is," and he yeah, like runs away. I feel like maybe there's something like that, but I love that I said I know this movie intimately, and then I'm forgetting <laughs> lots of details. But the the main like bulk of the movie is him not living at home. He like gets a job, and he's living in a like very fancy loft. And he still has a buddy. His, like, 12-year-old buddy knows about it and, you know, sort of coming of age. In the 1980s, did people not do, like, did they not do, like, credit checks? Or, like, did you not need a Social Security number for jobs? Because wouldn't they have been able to check and say, this shows that you're 12 years old? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, apparently not. It was extremely easy for him to get uh, a very fancy job. Man, I was born way too late. I've got some. I've got some backup from the Wikipedia article here. Uh-huh. He walks. He walks into an FAO Schwartz. That's the first sign of the sign of the, the error there. Uh-huh. Mm. He walks into an FAO Schwartz 
and he walks out vice president of product development. <laughs> what? Yeah, he like yep. really impresses the owner. Oh, because he knows kids because he's a kid. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, mm-hmm. that, well, you know, I think that's that's probably the most believable part of the movie. I'm pretty sure that's how business works. <laughs> mm-hmm. I um, wouldn't know, but I can only assume. So here's, here's a quick thing I noticed. The fact that, so it, between this and Forrest Gump, does that mean Tom Hanks has twice had to play someone confusingly have sex? Or is this like, is this a thing <laughs> that guess. Tom Hanks has done a lot, do you think? I'm just noticing a trend in his films between these two movies. What you're asking is, is this like on his call sheet? Is like, this Tom Hanks' call sheet? <laughs> confused about sex. <laughs> Where they're now like, I'm trying to scan my brain for a third yeah. one. I, if we could find a third Tom Hanks movie where he's, maybe Sully. Oh. Do you think in Sully he's confused <laughs> about sex? <laughs> yeah, Sully's definitely a virgin. <laughs> for sure. Oh, no. <laughs> Um, oh maybe his kid <laughs> so okay so he becomes a rich businessman i assume at some point does he learn that he doesn't want to be big anymore mm-hmm. yes and then he how does he become unbig i think he goes he finds the machine again okay but i might be wrong about that frankly yeah he 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 goes back to the machine yeah but here's here's what's i don't remember this part but this is in the wikipedia um description of the plot he unplugs the machine and then wishes to Zoltar to become a kid again, and then Wait, it works. That doesn't. He doesn't put in a quarter, according to Wikipedia. He unplugs. He unplugs it. the machine and then tells the turned-off Zoltar, "Make me young again." So he kills Zoltar and then makes a demand of him. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I I'm trying to. I feel like maybe he unplugs Zoltar because Zoltar's not working, and then like when he unplugs Zoltar. Zoltar yeah. awakens. Oh, maybe Zoltar awakens. Maybe oh, there's something where the, uh... maybe there's, Wikipedia is not quite detailed enough. <laughs> yeah, but it's a creepy scene because then he's like with the woman that he boned, and he oh. uh, she's like there. She sees him turn into a little kid again. And did she just <laughs> and like... she kisses him goodbye, not on the lips. Oh, she but doesn't I feel like, like she... vomit on the spot. And... <laughs> no. <Yeah>. Interesting. <laughs> just immediately. No, they have jail. like a really like sentimental goodbye. Ooh. Okay. Um, and this whole, t- how, how long does this, how long, what, over what period of time does this movie take place? Like, how long is he missing from his home? Is there like a subplot of his parents calling the police and starting a manhunt for him? Not at all. Interesting. His parents sound like not good parents. They <laughs> see, well, that. in the eighties, you tell your kids to go play mm. and but you no- don't really, you don't really clock anything about them until dinner time. Well, that's a fair point. Except in this scenario, their pa- his parents saw a grown man come out of their child's bedroom and then didn't see <laughs> their run child away. for days, <laughs> and they just didn't do anything. Man, you know there just weren't as many. You know there there wasn't as much stranger danger. We didn't have Amber Alerts because mm. you just assume that the adult. You know, uh, back in the eighties, an adult could could say. Like your child said bad words, and then the parents would believe them. Okay. You know? Yeah. So <laughs> no one was defending the kids in the eighties. That. So the parents, they're just like, eh, whatever. That's probably his buddy. He'll show up. Yeah, uh, he'll show up. Okay. All right. Let's talk. Let's jump into our first segment called "Love It or Leave It." Love me or leave me or let me be we need to figure out what we're keeping and what we're getting rid of. What do we, Hannah, what do you love about Big? I mean, I love, I love Tom Hanks. Of course. 
I think we can uh, get him back for sure. He's a real sport. Mm-hmm. They've got a really great uh, like secret handshake that they do over and over mm. with like a cool. Uh, he and his like little buddy. Uh, I like their handshake. So does he take his little buddy on a, on grown up adventures? Is he does he open a lot of doors for his small buddy? Like this is my son. Let him into the casino with me, type thing. No, unfortunately not. And what I think kind of really he like board? leaves. <laughs> I know he he leaves his little buddy behind a little wow. bit, and it like causes friction in their relationship. I see. Mm-hmm. Okay, so do we want to keep that friction? Do we want to get rid of that friction? Do we want to keep? Does he still get big in our reboot? We discussed maybe we make him small. Maybe this is an adult Tom Hanks who wishes he was a child even more so. Mm, I like that. Okay. Now, uh, Frank, what do you love about Big? I like the genie idea. He's a genie. The classic, you know, like magic Zoltar machine. Uh Uh-huh. Not strictly married to that. But I like that this movie is a lesson in making accurate wishes when you find a genie. Yeah, you gotta be specific. Because everyone's read The Monkey's Paw. That that genie's trying to get you. It's interesting how, like, I feel like the genie was actually pretty nice to him, because all he He, said was, I want to be big. He could have made him, like, 38 feet tall, but still a child. Yeah, or he could have made him 100 years old. Well, but everyone knows 100-year-old men are very small. Or he could have given him a gorilla heart. He could have given him a gorilla <laughs> heart. He didn't say which part he wanted to be bigger. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you like, I do also like the disingenuous genie who is, he's not there to help you, which begs the question, why is he even doing this job? What is he here for? Has he been cursed into this machine and wishes to be released? I don't trust him. I want to keep him. So let's talk about what do we want to get rid of? What do, I think we all agree we want to get rid of the problematic preteen sex with a grown woman yeah i'll i'll get rid of that let's just get yeah, it's, it's get, gonna be hard to write around it's hard to write around unless we want to make it a very very different movie which i think we still need Ooh. to keep it light unless we do want to just really get into the it feels like it's almost more of like a psychological drama what have i done this boy is a boy but his man body calls to me mm. I don't know uh, that we. I don't know that they would phrase it that way. Like I said, I do not have a lot of insight into the female perspective. So this this becomes a movie in which Tom Hanks is a vehicle to punish Susan <laughs> for some kind of thing that <laughs> is Zoltar punishing her. Ooh, <laughs> this sounds. So she has to now deal with this. It's just a. It's a. I can't think of a single other one of those this movies. This is like where a, a, a this is like an entirely psychological saw movie. Yeah. Well, oh. because we never we like don't find out, you know, what happens to her. It's like she just goes on her merry way, but <laughs> she has to live with the fact that she yeah. okay. you know, did something way inappropriate. Right. Should our should should the big reboot be about her dealing <laughs> with like years later, oh god, what have I done? Like her, she has lost her job. Maybe, maybe small is about her. She wants to be small and go back to a time before she, she did this to the boy. So we, so we check back in on Susan. She's fifty-eight. <laughs> She's walking around Cliffside, New Jersey, and she sees the now grown-up properly Tom Hanks, and it all comes back to her. And she's like mm. fifteen years older than him, right? She, yeah, I think that sounds about yeah. right. 
so she's she's like mid 30s early 40s when she sees grown-up tom hanks i like how we said we want to get rid of this part of the movie and now it's all we're talking <laughs> about, all we're talking about. okay i i like the genie can we figure out where the genie came from maybe maybe we turn it into let, let's jump into segment two because i want to talk about genre this is called mm. when and where we talk about setting and genre so what we've already discussed maybe psychological thriller is this a horror movie about a genie who ruins people's lives could it be should it be would we like to keep it a comedy Are we kicking off a franchise zoltar colon and zoltar colon big zoltar colon big now hannah i know this movie is a treasured piece of your childhood how much do you want to ruin that I, I fully want to ruin it. Just destroy it. Okay. Yeah, I think we can. Let's. So for you, what is the most appealing way to destroy this Thomas Hanks big? Um. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think Zoltar, the Zoltar franchise, uh, a horror series. This could be. It's like Chucky meets Jigsaw meets. Halloween, I guess we the just had conjuring. one of those reboots. I, I I gotta tell the truth though, I have not seen a horror movie in a long time. <laughs> what was the last horror movie you've seen, Frank? Wow, that that long, huh? One of the screams. Uh-uh. Wow, <laughs> that's been, a long time ago. It's been a while. Now, when we, oh, first we don't started, have to do horror. I'm into it. I think it's best when I think Frank's at his yeah, best when he knows nothing. It's good to go nothing. in new directions. <laughs> Frank, we want to we want to break Frank out of his comfort zone, which is fifty percent of this podcast. Okay, so we've got our genre is horror. What's our setting? Is this in present day? Is this a prequel to Big? Is it after Big? What sounds good? What What's the worst thing we could do? Do we make it about what's his What's his girlfriend's name? Do we know the adult one? That were that were that is being destroyed is Susan. Does he have a child girlfriend? As a, he's trying to impress Cynthia, mm-hmm. he's trying to become a big boy to impress Cynthia and go on the roller coaster. Oh, but then Cynthia's just not in the movie ever again. Ever again. Okay, so what happened to Cynthia? That's a bummer, Josh. Okay, um, so then, oh, real, we we probably have to keep the giant piano just jumping back a segment, right? Like that's gotta stay in there. I think. Yeah, the big, the big, the like, FAO shorts keyboard. Yeah, yeah, he plays the 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 songs on that. Mm-hmm. Which is, uh, does he play that with Susan? No, he plays that with the CEO. Oh, and then is that they how get he off gets the, his job? They play heart and soul together on the giant foot piano. And then he says, like, I'm going to make you an executive. How did they both get so good at foot piano? It's just one of those things, you know. (laughs) You're born with it. Okay. We'll do Zoltar 1, I guess we'll we'll call this. Is this an origin story of Zoltar or is it just the continuing saga of Zoltar messing with someone's life? Is this post-big or pre-big? What sounds more fun? Hannah, what sounds more fun to you? (laughs) Um... Well, I think, I mean, I feel like we should probably do pre-big. Pre-big. But then we're, we're sort of throwing out most big details. That's, That's true. The, but then so, we, get that, that, we get that super delicious at the end of this movie. It's, when just it's, a, it's welcome to Cliffside, New Jersey, and then there's the Zoltar machine. Yes. It's like a lightning strike. And maybe like the, the end of the movie is little Josh yeah. approaching. Yes. You see like in the back, it's sort of blurry. 
and then it like comes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then I love and this. then as the credits roll, it says, "Now go watch Big, but think about this movie." <laughs> while you're watching big. <laughs> yeah we just put that on the screen <laughs> do should we do a voiceover for that frank or will that just be text i i i want to commit it to just text to like okay really... i didn't know if maybe we wanted to get like a vincent price sound alike type guy in there oh um okay do you want to give us a taste of that oh no i don't <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i could um i don't <clears throat> What is he? I don't, I can't, I honestly can't. Hang on. I got to go listen to all of Thriller really quick so that I can remember what he sounds like. No, it's probably just like, now go watch Big. It's not, it's not, that's just nothing. Um, okay. <laughs> Let's get to the point that we're all most excited about, which is casting with our third segment, Who Can It Be? Who can it be now? Who's in this movie? Do we still get Thomas Hanks? Probably. Oh wait, he's but he's we'd ha he'd have to be like a cameo because this isn't about he is a this cameo. has to be this has to be how Zoltar got trapped in the box, right? Yes. Okay. So is this he, is pre Tom Hanks, but I feel like actor Tom Hanks can he, make like a small cameo. Yeah, he's gonna yeah. want to be in it. Like I feel like if he gets wind of this, he's gonna call us and ask like to. So we're got we got to make something for him, just in anticipation of him asking to be in this new project with us. What if he, what? What if human Zoltar is Tom Hanks all labyrinthed up? With a with like a turban and a beard. Wait, labyrinth oh like Bowie. Like Bowie, yeah. Okay. Like all labyrinthed up. So first off, yeah, okay. <laughs> so you want Tom <laughs> Hanks to play to play Zoltar. What if what what if that's what if that's the what if Zoltar can grant wishes, but only they ever they, they have to <laughs> look like him? Oh my god. <laughs> So, so child Josh, when he grows up, he's not, he wasn't actually going he to doesn't... look anything like Tom Hanks until no, he made not at the all. wish. <laughs> I think that's great. That is very good. Okay. So we'll get Tom Hanks to play Zoltar. We can basically. <laughs> and, and that's why it was such a benign kind of wish granting. He, he does want to do the bad things to people, but he can only do it by putting his real human adult body into the situation somewhere. <laughs> Into the situation somewhere, <laughs> just somehow getting his human body in there. Maybe he 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 has been cursed to lose his body. Maybe he's trying to keep his body alive, and so he just keeps pushing other people's souls into his body. Oh, like make sure you eat enough ravioli. <laughs> hey, while in, you're in, in my there. body, while you're in there, <laughs> is he is he like cursed and and suffering in this role, or is he? uh like a bad guy mm, i think he's a bad guy he's bad okay but i guess the question is how did he become wait hang on i just realized something frank you do you want tom hanks to play a zoltar who used to be human or do you want us to put tom hanks inside <laughs> of a box and pretend to be a robot man no the, the first one okay the the, the the human version before he got trapped in the box okay was tom hanks. i just i just wanted to clarify because i realized it could have been two things and getting tom hanks to play a weird animatronic man inside of a box could have been maybe that's what we'll do at the end when he gets put inside of the box instead of like we won't waste any money on robot like parts he, he goes like ah oh, and then he like bangs on the glass and then we just kind of smash cut to the robot no i think but i think the robot is still tom hanks being very rigid the whole time. Yeah. Tom Hanks, as we've seen with Polar Express, is very good at the Uncanny <laughs> Valley. 
just like looking unnerving and weird as a not quite human. Just remaining completely motionless and unblinking for minutes at on end. Yeah, but smiling yeah. without his eyes. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so who else is... Uh, this is an interesting... We don't normally... This makes casting interesting because we don't know who else is in this movie yet because <laughs> yeah. it's a prequel. <laughs> so should we maybe plot it out and then come back to casting so we can get some characters here? Sure. Yeah, let's, okay. Let's talk about Zoltar. Okay, let's talk about we're going to jump Actually, to Actually, let's talk about everyone else but Zoltar. We're going to jump to our <laughs> to we're going to jump to our final segment really fast and then we'll probably jump back to this segment. It'll be an interesting an interesting order of things. <laughs> but this segment is called What's Going On. And we're going to figure out the plot of this so that we can come up with some characters. Now, Hannah, as someone who does improvisational comedy, Hmm. how often do you have to come up with characters for movies on the spot? Oh, very infrequently. (laughs) Okay. Well, I need you to give me one right now. Great. Um, So I, uh, beyond Zoltar, who we already have established exists as a character. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say that he has like a, an ex lover Mm. who he's been like pining, who's been pining after. And ultimately she or he is the, the motivating, the motivating factor for something in this movie. Is that, is that not specific enough? I, I, I like it. I need, I need a name. Oh, um, uh, Janine. Janine. Now (laughs) is... Is human Zolt- Frank? When was human Zoltar alive? Is this like nineteen sixties? My, my next question was going to be: Is this you know the seventies or is this like the year eighteen forty four? Oh, the year four hundred. Well, I don't think they <laughs> like, could put him in a robot box if it's the year four hundred. Oh. So it needs to be one second. I think we need to when... put it around like the prestige time when like yeah, like I think what is that is... like late. 19th century early 20th century yeah i think like late 1800s early 1900s we put zoltar zoltar in great so her name's not janine anymore her name is emily emily that is the most 18th 19th (laughs) century name ever i'm glad you agree yes and everyone wears big dresses and suit coats everywhere yes our cars are they still riding horses or the horseless carriages coming in I think they've got they've got horseless carriages. Awesome. Okay, and they make those weird little like comedy horn noises instead of like yeah. actual horns. Mm-hmm. Okay, so beginning of is is Zoltar with Emily or did she already break up with him? Do mm. we see the breakup? Also, were they married or just courting, as they say from in the old times? Or does she not break up with him? Does she die? Okay. <laughs> Now, I know I'm throwing a wrench. That's why he becomes a wizard. That's why he yes. becomes a wizard. Maybe he started out as like a, a regular stage oh, magician. Yes. And then he decides to f- find real dark powers to resurrect his dead his dead lover. I like this. I like this a lot. This is then great. He's at the library, right? And he tries to find a book on magic. But instead he finds a book but, on robots. Well, but he finds a book on magic with a K and it's real magic. Oh, mm. buddy. You gotta know the difference mm. between K. What's CK? What's the difference between K, CK, and C? I, I, I meant CK when I, yeah. Like of magic. Course. Magic. Okay. Yeah, that checks out. So we've identified Emily. Who's playing Emily? We'll just do this as we come up with people. Who's who's somebody who can... Does Emily die at the beginning of the movie? We gotta see her alive, right? And then she dies? 
Yes, and maybe we see her like in flashbacks throughout. Yeah, flashbacks throughout. Maybe as a ghost at some point. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, totally. So who's who's hot right now that we want to get in this big uh, big movie that's going to be very popular? Who's going to put who's going to get people to buy the tickets to this movie? Frank, do you who's who's who do you who do you want to be Emily? Who can who can really sell dead post Victorian dead lover? Mm-hmm. This is the question. Who have we seen do this before? Um, female. basically, if they were in the movie version of a Jane Austen novel, okay, so you're talking, uh, they'll be able to knock, um, Kiera Knightley or any of the other, um, um, I can't even remember the family's there, there last were, name. There were so many. There's a Susan, I think. Oh, gosh, which movie are we talking? I think we're talking Pride, Pride and, and Prejudice? Prejudice, yeah, mm. or we could do the PBS Pride and Prejudice that I've seen like a thousand times, probably. Uh, oh, the Bennett's <laughs> that's that's the name, um, Elizabeth, yes, yes, or we could get anybody from the um, what was the one with uh, oh god, now I can't remember his name. Who's Professor Snape? Alan Rickman. Oh, mm. uh, Sense and Sensibility was the one he was in, which is basically mm-hmm. just Pride and Prejudice with one fewer sister, I think. <laughs> uh, essentially. Essentially. So who I don't know who's been in any of these movies besides Keira Knightley, and I feel like Keira Knightley might not want to do this. Maybe she would. I don't know. She's just going to be dead the whole time. Do you think she'd, do you think she'd sign, off, sign up for that? Yeah, I think she'd do it. I mean, yeah, I feel like she'd be into it. And it's a cool, you know, I like that we're casting someone. She's not like quite as young anymore. Oh, yeah. So we're like giving the role to it. I mean, she's not older. She's She's probably like in her mid 30s. I have no idea. Me neither. But she she knows she can play. She can play Victorian and uh, British. They've got to sell the gravitas. The gravitas. Yes. Okay. Movie starts do we how is he like a struggling yet happy stage magician he's like happy with his life and then maybe he makes some decisions how does how does emily die this is what i need to know what happened does she die because of something he did does he like borrow money from a mobster does he just like do a trick that's too dangerous and she shrinks so fast that she dies oh does he accidentally do real magic (laughs) does he accidentally do real magic on her does he I don't have a third thing, which is a, a cardinal sin in this in this business of comedy. But um, what? How does how does Elizabeth die? What do you guys think? What sounds fitting for the wife of a magician? That's not in the Prestige because I think the wife of I know. him just kills herself. She kills herself in that movie. I think so because she, the one who dies, does. Does Scarlett Johansson die in that movie too? I don't. I don't, so. remember, I don't think so but yeah. i cannot remember the name of the other actress who is great but she kills herself because she's she's married to christian bale who is mm-hmm. actually two brothers and she can't stand she doesn't know he's two brothers and so sometimes he's nice to her sometimes oh, he's terrible. right 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 she and does so she kill kills herself. herself is it just a good old-fashioned haberdashery accident frank what's a haberdashery accident <laughs> that's a men's clothing <laughs> store so there's a large hat rack falls on her okay. mm. maybe he's looking maybe he just came into some okay 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 some he wants to buy a top hat yeah for, for his new for act his new act because he has yeah. just been he's a wealthy benefactor has discovered him and so this is his big like oh man this is it for us we're gonna make it big he says he says big a lot mm. big. 
Oh. <laughs> he says big all the time. He says big all the time. This is going to be Maybe so Maybe that's big. his, is that his, uh, oh, I guess he's Zoltar. Never mind. I was going to be like, is that his stage name? Does it have big in it in some I think way? It, but I no. think the all big, good. The big Zoltar. I think all the best reboots <laughs> have a nonsensical, all the best prequels have a unnecessary contrived just, shoehorned connection like they that they just jam it down so your throat. i yes i do think hannah big is in his stage name and maybe we, his name the is just big, big zoltar. zoltar the big zoltar big or big zoltar <laughs> i like just big zoltar other, other magicians were amazing or unbelievable and he was just big <laughs> i love it and they're like well why is he big well he is very tall have you seen tom hanks mm. okay so she so she dies from a top hat frank he needs to buy an extremely big hat. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's too it heavy? It falls It falls off. Uh, eh. Does it, like, it land on off. her head and it covers her entire head and they can't get it off and she suffocates? What happens here? This is a horror movie which should involve mm-hmm. weird... Oh, so are, are we Final Destinationing this yeah, moment? Yeah, are they almost... Is it, like, slapstick levels of death like Final Destination where it is just the most absurd, most fragile humans dying in the most ridiculous like rube goldberg ways <laughs> so the the top hat falls off the coat rack and it just it goes completely down to her shoulders her entire just head is covered and then the top the 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 hat rack falls and just gives her a good conk and then she she can't see where she's going so she stumbles and falls out the window Oof. in the way of a horse which and that horse goes it goes over and that tramples on her okay yeah Body. I was going to say the horse bucks off the child he was riding who th- who was riding him not who he was riding this would be a weird horse and the child is <laughs> and the child is holding a, a large baseball bat and then the baseball bat flies into the spokes of a of a bicycle you know those 18 oh my gosh those, and this yes those big wheel bicycles from the old times like a unit a unicycle yes oh because they're at like and he's juggling chainsaws <laughs> <laughs> and then the cha- what happens to the chainsaws? There's three of them, right? And the first two miss, and then and then the, and then he's watching out the window, and he goes, Whew! and then the third one just gets her. <laughs> okay, so the third one does get her. She does die from a, a terrible haberdashery chainsaw accident. And then somebody goes, "This is such a big accident." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I think with that exact delivery too, there's no emotion this to it. Such a big accident. Oh god, that yeah. was such a big such accident. A big accident. <laughs> Okay, Zoltar, his wife is dead. He's lost his muse. His his show, maybe so. Maybe he goes and tries to perform for his new, uh, his new uh, boss. What a, patron? 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 And just the fire's not there. His fire. wife's dead. Yeah. He's got no muse. So then he does a bad job. He needs to make his act bigger. Yeah. So. <laughs> So I think first he has to he has he says to, that looking in the mirror he has to lose everything first though <laughs> he loses all of his money like he does he just can't perform anymore I think he becomes an alcoholic yes too, for sure right? yes. and he gets I mean, a I feel like he... great big bushy beard yeah a big beard if you will <laughs> um <laughs> so we've got big beard Tom Hanks just drinking straight out of the bottle and the bottle is probably in a brown paper bag because that's how you know it's serious yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so Frank, is this when he goes and finds the accidental magic with a K book or is he I, approached I think we by need, Satan? We need one kind of, we need one kind of final all is lost moment where he, he like tries to use his normal stage magic to like 
steal food or something like that and it just, oh, it just bombs you know what i mean what if he tries he to, like yeah. tries to palm something and just whiffs it because he's blasted what if he tries to get on a roller coaster and they won't let him because he is <laughs> blasted <laughs> yes we i think we need a roller of co- uh, being denied a yeah. roller coaster in the this world's movie. I'm yeah gonna, wait i'm gonna search the very first roller coaster yeah, I when feel like was it's the earlier first, than we think when was the first roller coaster frank history <laughs> you can the oh. first roller coaster was 1817. Oh, this golden. is perfect. Oh, my God. Maybe he's... Okay. Okay, so... Wait, Frank, this says 1885. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. He's late The 1800- first modern coaster, the Promenade Ariane, opened in Parc Béjean in Paris, July 1817. Scott, I have a source. Okay, perfect. So, roller coasters have just made it to America, and he wants to ride it. <laughs> <laughs> and he is told no... And so then he... Does he make it... Does he say what? Because I'm too short. And then they just tell him, no, sir, you're drunk. They say, no, that's not a thing. Safety hasn't been invented yet. Yeah. You're just too drunk. And so... We still have children mining. We're not worried about that. <laughs> does he try... So Does he try to use stage magic to get on the roller coaster and he gets caught and thrown in jail, maybe? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He... Yeah, definitely. Maybe he throws a smoke bomb. But he can't be in jail for too long because then he he needs to eventually find his way to this old library. Yeah, he goes to the old or li- like antique shop. Who? I don't know what it is. Maybe maybe he goes. He's in the drunk tank in a strange town, and he's wandering the streets when he gets out in the morning. Maybe yeah, he's wandering yeah. the streets, and he's like, "I need to get bigger. My act it needs to I be need bigger. To be bigger. It, mm-hmm. it, I need to be bigger on stage. That is. He just he just keeps saying, "I need to be bigger," and then later clarifying what he means. <laughs> I need to be bigger, have more money. <laughs> I need my money to be bigger. So then he finds the book. We, I think we need, so he's kind of the villain in this movie, but I think we need an external villain who kind of, like the, a, the movie. A, a, a major evil as composed to the, to the left. Yeah, I think the, ma- he, like maybe the yes. rest. So he's going to try to resurrect his wife, but I think maybe, is this also a revenge story on chainsaws? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Or the roller coaster. Oh, the roller coaster. Okay. I think he fixates on the roller coaster. Okay. Yes, even though it's clearly like he is fixated on the wrong on the wrong thing because he's so emotionally distraught. But that that becomes like his his cause. So at this point we have castaway Tom Hanks just running around shrieking with his big beard, just very upset, very drunk. How does he get to the library? Does he just say like is there a sign in the shop that says learn to do magic bigger? Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> so he finds, but then he grabs the wrong bigger magic book, right, Frank? Is that what's happening? Yeah, because there's there's two books. You see, there there's one called Bigger Magic. It's spelled with with M-A-G-I-C. Mm-hmm. And then there's one called Bigger Magic with the C-K. <laughs> bigger right? Magics. Bigger Magics. Plural. C-K-S. No, well, S. I've heard it both ways. Did you say X? Okay. Um, <laughs> one of them has like a pentagram, and the other one just has like a star, like a top hat, yeah. a top mm-hmm. hat. And he's like, he's drunk. He grabs the wrong one because yes. the top hat reminds him of his dead wife. <laughs> so he chooses not to read that one. <laughs> he's like, oh no, <laughs> I've had my fill of top hats. Thank you very much. Okay. So, what is the first magic thing he does with this book? Does he curse the roller coaster? Does he just get I I mean I, he probably just does stuff on stage. Where does where does he go from here? Hannah, what's his first trick, I guess? Um, I think his first uh illusion even. Yeah. Um I I think his first illusion 
is some sort of, I mean, I think is for, is for his act. Yeah. Okay. So maybe he's just performing at like a birthday oh. party. Is and it like, does... a, is it like he does a stage act, but with real magic this time? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I think so. I think maybe the only gig he can get is some like birthday party. Did they have birthday parties in the 1800s for children? Did children get to celebrate birthdays? Yeah, they were only alive for like a few years. Oh, yeah, so they, they had to they around. had to get all the ones they could. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he shows up to this kid's birthday party and he goes, well, you're not very big. <laughs> <laughs> and then he makes him big or he just, that's just a comment it's he just, makes. It's and an intro. <laughs> you're not very big. Oh, you're not very big. And then he does his act, which is, does he, what does he do? Does he make something levitate? Does he teleport? Does he make a balloon animal come to life? Are balloons a thing at this point in history? I'm learning a lot in this podcast today. I feel like, yeah, right? Like the idea of like fun, fun, inflatable animals. You think we had oh, like balloon animals are already a thing, you think? That's what I'm wondering. I'm going to look. Balloon animal history. <laughs> <laughs> Party balloon animals came into play in 1939. Okay, oh, so, so not yet. a little early. He, does he invent them? He's ahead of his time. Maybe he does, but with magic, and because he's the only one who can do it magically, the rest of the world doesn't figure out helium or bendable balloons <sighs> mm. until, like, 50 years later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he makes a balloon, I don't know. Like, turn into it. It turns into an animal. I feel like it, like, moves. It basically, like, becomes an animal. Oh, he... He, so... he animates yes. a balloon. Okay. And he does it. What if what if his magic is like the reason? So we need to come up with a reason why he gets cursed into where he gets put inside of a robot box. And this is jumping ahead a little <laughs> is bit. Is there a wizard's council? Is there? So, OK, so there's another now there's now a third option that, <laughs> that you've introduced. <laughs> is there a wizard's council? Is he does he just get caught by the law? Well, I guess that would be the wizard's council. OK, so then my other idea was, is his magic like. Is he acting against, is he, so when he makes a balloon animal, is he like imprisoning a spirit in the balloon animal? And so then the spirits get revenge on him for making them into balloon animals all the time. I, the wizard's council opens up a whole lot of options, Frank. That's very, I, how do, Hannah, how do you feel about a wizard's council being introduced to 1880s New Jersey? Um, I, yeah, I mean, I feel like we could do a wizard's, yeah, there's, let's, let's, what the hell, let's make a wizard's council, is this, an age old wizard's council. Is this a Harry Potter spinoff now? Mm-hmm. Is Dumbledore there? Dumbledore's not that old. How old's Dumbledore? Do we know? I don't H- think we know. Hundreds and thousands yeah. of years. I like, feel like he immortal? says it at one point. Does, Dumbledore. Does Dumbledore show up? <laughs> In New Jersey. Dumbledore age, 150 years. And at what point... when is he born? Yeah, when was his year of his birth, Francis? Wikipedia has an entire article. Normal Wikipedia, not the Harry Potter Wikipedia. Well, yeah, of course. Has an Albus Dumbledore article (laughs) as if he's a real person. Um, Does not have his birthday. Wow, Wikipedia, get on it. I'm just going to... Yeah. Dumbledore birthday. Here we go. Um... Oh, not helpful. 1881. Oh, he's a child wizard oh. at this point. Oh my goodness. A pre- he's 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 apprentice wizard Albus. Apprentice wizard Albus just okay. Well, now he just. Uh, I just want to be clear. Are we joking or is this now also a Harry Potter movie? I think, I think it kind of has to be now that we've we've gone this far. I love it. It's a crossover. It's a crossover Harry Potter movie. J.K. doesn't care if anybody messes with her stuff. Like, she'll let us do this. Okay, so the Wizards Council, so he's going to perform, does he perform, like, increasingly dark and dangerous magics? Is that why Mm. the Wizard Council comes for him? 
I think he's also like we we can't forget that he's still trying to resurrect his yes, wife. Yes. Right. Or yeah, his old wife. So, and I feel like maybe then he summons some he summons her in some way that like her spirit is not meant to Yeah, some cross unholy over. unholy rites. Okay. So does he make does he invent the first zombie? Are we just gonna get in all the fads? <laughs> Every time he performs a dark magic feat, it creates some sort of different pop drinks, culture item. He drinks some of the life s. Oh, oh, it gets spooky. It gets spooky. Okay, so his audience, what? So do they leave unhappy, or do they leave like they're like, man, that was nuts. I feel like I just drank. If 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 energy drinks existed, I feel like I just came down off one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like I just feel like I just that was a really big Bull. show. That was a really big <laughs> show. I'm tired now, though. Isn't that I'm weird? I'm so tired. I'm gonna yeah. sleep for like three days. Is that cool? <laughs> my sleep. bones, my bones feel weak. That's how good it was. Okay, so he summons his wife. So who is let's let's cast and create the character who is. The Wizard Council operative sent to investigate him. What is his or her name and what actor do we get for them? Frank, give me... Frank, give me... Are they a man or a woman? I want to go woman with this one because I I think there's a there's an interesting moment where, like, he, he, like, does the resurrection and then the magic cop shows up and he just thinks that his wife came back wrong. Okay. Okay. Mm. Interesting. Okay. Um. So who... and then the magic and perhaps pop. he has an uncomfortable sexual encounter <laughs> with the <laughs> wizard council woman that that then leads him to create awkward sexual encounters. Yes, we get with his future victim. And we need and we need that we need that data point on Tom Hanks's timeline <laughs> of yeah. uncomfortable sexual encounters. This is how yeah, this is how it yeah. happened. Okay, so it was a really it was a really big. Moment. So she shows up, and they think he thinks it's his dead wife, just different, and so he somehow forms a relationship with her. I can't imagine that she shows up in his in his house, and they just bone down right there. No, that would be um, that would be odd, even for the eighteen hundreds. You guys, they come on, magicians weren't that big. Okay, so how does this relationship? She takes the form, form of his dead wife. Oh, just to oh. mess with him. To mess to to like to uh you know entrap him entrap him because maybe she knows he's unstable. Yeah, she's trying to uh you know with with the Scrooge and Jacob Marley and help me. She's trying to teach him a lesson. She's yeah, she's trying to like stop the Christmas movie. Is that what you're talking about? Yes, I'm dying. Somebody please say the name of this. A Christmas Carol. It's a Wonderful Life. Guys, I'm Jewish, and I didn't watch any of these movies as a kid. That's fine. Although Muppet Christmas Carol is really good. I'm sure it is. I've heard. Um, Okay, so (laughs) what did this? uh, This is completely unrelated. What What are some? What are some? Did you watch like Hanukkah movies? No, there are none. That's or none that ask. I, I mean, I feel the, like the Rugrats has Judah and the Maccababies, and I have seen that special more times than I've seen the Christmas Carol. <laughs> okay. There yeah. was also Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights. Was that not like a staple? I don't know that I've ever seen that movie. You're not missing much. I listen to his Hanukkah song a lot. It's a good song. Yeah. yeah. He basically made. He was like, "What if that was a, uh, a, a, a irreverent cartoon?" Mm. Um, Sounds fabulous. Yeah, you know, um, and now he's got a lot of Netflix movies. So 
how did so she's pretending to be his dead wife so is this like um a departed situation where she's like undercover but then like she does this happen in the departed i don't know that i've seen the departed doesn't he like become friends with the bad guys in the departed yes it's like a mole mole situation there's like deep deep undercover so i think do we go that route where he she's like that's why she falls in love with him despite her better judgment and then that's why they have uncomfortable boning (laughs) because she's like i'm not actually your wife but okay and he's like, My I've wife. never, <laughs> he's like, I've never had sex with a ghost before. And she's like, well, um, uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It seems like, it seems pretty convenient. I didn't think ghosts, ghosts could, could do this. <laughs> right. Okay. And then does she tell him the truth? And that just sets him off onto his final rampage. How does, how does he, what does he do to merit being imprisoned as a weird robot man? I need to, we need to find out his, his greatest sin. What if like. What if he he starts confiding in in the magic cop, right? And says like, "I've got a big thing coming. I'm going to, eh. I'm going <laughs> to like resurrect a bunch of dead people. So oh. that we can all live like a like a happy town." What if he really did resurrect his wife, and she just is taking a really long time to get to him, and then she's gonna show up, and then the <sighs> cops the cops' lies will be revealed. The wizard council operative like his wife shows up but she's like nasty and she's all like i blame you for my death you didn't need a big hat you didn't need a hat that big (laughs) who needs hats that big you killed me that hat was too big okay and and she shows up with is this too dark with a dead child that he didn't know he was about to have oh yes, this is your ghost son yeah, this is... exactly. i gave birth to him after when i was a ghost <laughs> you're allowed to do that it turns out yeah. it turns out you can just do that and his name is um Cranial. his name is Cranial. <laughs> it, um leland eth Le- frederick that's a Cranial leland frederick I... yeah that sure great. Good. three names um also we still who we got to cast this we got to cast this wizard council operative um i do want to get um dylan and or cole sprouse for the ghost son i don't care if it's not a baby ghost twins ghost twins he had ghost twins and they're and they're both named zachariah and um codificus codificus (laughs) sure Uh, that's that's the long form of cody right codificus Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay you can quote me on that okay so then um hannah who would you like to see as the wizard wizard council oh. operative um this is, this is a big one what about uh viola davis oh <laughs> yes i feel like right she'd be a pretty good wizard she's like she's like she'd be a great wizard she'd be good at like tough as nails yeah cop. i love this okay i just love i i'll I, i'll put her in anything yeah absolutely that's how i feel about zach and cody um <laughs> I mean, Dylan and Cole. Someday they're going to listen to this podcast and they're going to be upset that I keep calling them Zach and Cody. Um, okay, you sunk so... that ship. <laughs> so, so then they have a wizard's fight, I imagine. Does he fight with balloon animals? Does he just summon bigger and bigger balloon animals to attack is Viola that, Davis? Is that really all he's picked up in these years <laughs> is the balloon animal? Has it been years? Plural. I feel like it's been at least months because I don't think Viola Davis moves that fast. I think she knows she's got to be sure about the the man she's getting in bed with, even though she is lying to him the whole time. Now, wait a minute. 
Oh, wait. Yeah, we already established... Never mind. I was going to say, Viola Davis doesn't look a lot like Kara Knightley, but we already established she just came back different. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, Viola Davis, in in fact, is probably not in the movie a whole lot. Oh, right, because she's pretend she's got a glamour on. Jeez. I forgot about the illusion. Yeah, I did Ooh, too. This has layers. Okay, okay. So, yeah. So, maybe she... <laughs> what if we never saw Viola Davis and this is just an incredibly poorly, like... What if we intentionally write it bad, whereas his zombie ghost wife shows up and then <laughs> Viola Davis is suddenly Viola Davis. And she's like, oh, surprise, I'm a cop. <laughs> and the audience is Dude, like, just like, what the fuck? Just like, just like the shield. Yeah, just like the shield. That's that's CCH Pounder, buddy. Oh, shoot. I'm sorry. That is CCH Pounder. Can we get her? Can we get her? I think, we can, I think we can get her as the wizard's police chief for sure. Oh, that'd be so good. That'd be really good. Okay. Um, God so damn it, Dutch. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so then they're going to have a wizard's fight. What kind of, what, this is, I, I'm I'm asking you guys. Viola to... Davis is slinging heat, right? She's like actually doing spells. <laughs> this is what I was yeah. going to ask. I need, I need to know what her magical fighting style is. This is important. This is incredibly important for the movie. This is Harry Potter world, so they could be. We could be using Harry Potter spells if we want. Oh yeah. Because because child Dumbledore is there. I forgot about Harry Potter here. Yeah. <laughs> Completely. Yeah. They all have wands, probably. Maybe um maybe the only connection to Harry Potter. So Two. they all have wands and stuff. But maybe the only like connection is that there's a child at the carnival and he almost <laughs> gets hit by something and somebody just goes Albus, look out, and then that's it. Oh. <laughs> so you have to like dig. Uh... You have to like notice the connection. You gotta you notice feel... the connection. Yeah. Just... Uh, and like one time, one of them goes to a bank and it says like forever. Gringotts. Well, they're in a, they're in is America, it Frank. It is Gringotts, it is, but that's in London, and we're in America here, aren't we? Aren't we in New Jersey? <laughs> who's 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 in a, who's in America? You're, you're you're the Harry Potter person. I mean, according to the new movie that's coming out, Dumbledore is going to be in America as Jude Law. So, uh, well, like for. For like big wizard. Banks. Oh, big wizard banks. It's probably just called like flim flams or something stupid. <laughs> banks. She she seems to care less about good good fun magic can, names. For can the Viola Americans. Davis have like a six shooter, but it's six wands? Oh god. Yes. <laughs> Does it? So wait. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But it, it's real long. It's real long, and there's six. Okay. Sure. And she puts, maybe she has, maybe she just has two wands, but they're each in a holster and she holds them like guns. No, a six shooter's good, but it also has a holster. Okay. So I, but, so I do need to know though, still, what kind of magic style is she using? Is she like, you said she's slinging heat. Is she like shooting fireballs? Is she shooting? We're talking your fireballs, your fire bolts, your magic missiles. Okay. So you're just pulling straight from the D and D now. Uh, I am. That's all I know. Okay. Um, Hannah, how does how does Zoltar fight? I know I know you probably have a lot of magical combat knowledge. I need you to a ton. Need you to show us some of that here. I need that showcase. Yeah, I mean, I think I I think his main vehicle for uh like his main his main magical you know expertise is in mm-hmm. summoning summoning oh, spirits. Yes. Okay. Um, so he summons spirits to do his fighting for. Yes, him. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what kind of spirits? Anyone we know? Um, uh, you know, maybe more famous old dead magicians. 
famous dead magician. Maybe Houdini shows up yeah. and he's like vomiting everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And like maybe there's like a caveman like Houdini magician. Houdini shows up but he's just like wrestling people. <laughs> he summons like magicians he... through for, from throughout time and there's like a caveman magician. And we're all like, oh, we didn't even know that they had magicians. <laughs> yeah. You learned something. He's got like a, a woolly mammoth top hat or something. Okay. So so then they they how do they decide to put him inside a robot like why is that his why is that what defeats him i feel like this uh this is not a direct answer to your question but i feel like this big battle happens at a carnival oh for sure absolutely yeah can they be standing on a roller coaster while they're fighting at one point they have to be they have to be okay and then maybe maybe they jump from the ferris wheel onto a roller coaster and then there's a guy juggling chainsaws nearby, and one of the chainsaws uh, breaks the roller coaster. I don't know. It's a, it, yeah, yeah. It kind of end caps the tragedy in the beginning. It says it breaks the roller coaster, and then he falls to the ground. And he what? Goes, Ouch! And it's kind of his downfall. He says mm-hmm. that was a big fall. That was a big uh, fall. Yeah. What if they don't put him in the robot? What if they think they killed him <gasps> and then slow pan to robot? <gasps> yeah. Oh, because he learned how to manipulate souls. We didn't even know that we were building to this the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Zoltar's biggest trick was this one right now that we just wrote together. Yeah, it's a real usual suspects twist. Dude, it even <sighs> got us. It got us. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so then, so Viola Davis thinks she killed him. Mm. Uh, Kira Knightley gets to return to her rest, or does she stick? Does she stay around? Because here's the thing. In in Harry Potter, ghosts stick around. They got ghosts in the castle who just, like, hang out. Oh, that's true. Does she just just say, like... Carny ghosts. Maybe, yeah, maybe they got carny ghosts now. And her two sons, Zachariah and Codificus, are like, I want to learn how to juggle. And I want... And she says, but no chainsaws. And then they all kind of They all laugh. Then there's, like, a freeze frame. And that's the end of the movie. That's... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i love it that's perfect and then they get like a sepia tone 30 30 years later is not enough i think the, the 80? i think the credits i think the whole credit sequence is like newspaper clippings showing <laughs> like the zoltar robot in the background of different like oh different carnival openings different carnival and, like, openings traveling shows but also like, like different tragedies or different yes. like like horrible or weird things that have happened throughout the years that zoltar yeah. is always there and we keep seeing pictures of adult Tom Hanks's. <laughs> Where? Yes. Oh, right. I forgot about that part. <laughs> Me too. Well, I think that's because like Zoltar has historically summoned the spirits of like past dead people, and so his he just keeps summoning him his himself. Self. Yeah. He really only learned the one. Trick. <laughs> one of the headlines is like "Man becomes too big," and then another yes. headline is like "Man becomes not big enough." Big, and- <laughs> big man falls big. <laughs> Perfect. And then we'll have a, a an end credit scene showing like the robot and then you'll just get that nice blurry background shot where you'll hear <laughs> like young Josh want to get on a roller coaster and then we see like Zoltar light up or something. Yes. We just hear like a, a young kid just say like, I'm going to get a little bit taller to impress Cynthia. Yeah. Oh boy. If only I was bigger. Yeah. I need to and put a quarter. Like, we've, I think we've, we've, um, We've written in a really classic horror genre twist. 
Yes, where you think he's dead and he's not. Yes, exactly. I feel like you can't have a true horror movie without this like cheesy last minute right twist. So then, so then that sets us up. The big will happen, and then we can do Zoltar two, which is post big, and that'll be that'll be a different episode. Mm -hmm. Um, isn't Zoltar actually? Here's here's the thing that's been bugging me. Wasn't Zoltar's thing like fortune telling? Why is (laughs) Tom Hanks making a wish on him? Yeah, right. Because I believe, and I might be wrong. I believe you put in a quarter and you just get like a little slip of paper with like a fortune cookie fortune. Yeah, and but Tom Hanks is making a wish on him for some reason. Yeah, but he does. He does get a little paper thing that says your wish is granted. Okay, that's kind of a fortune, I guess, if you think about it. Uh, that's like if you open a fortune cookie and it says like eat at panda express it's like come on because <laughs> that happened to me it's just like come on like you're not even trying okay so this is an amazing movie i'm incredibly excited to watch it um hannah are you familiar with our food pairing segment yeah i am are you prepared to pair a food and mountain dew with this movie that we have just created together a food and a mountain dew yeah, we need a flavor of Mountain Dew for sure. Everybody um, an original flavor? No, well, okay, you, if you want, oh. I, this is, that would be a reboot leggers first. Or you could just <laughs> use an existing Mountain Dew flavor that you think would work best. <laughs> but if you do come up with a new flavor of Mountain Dew, you do need to give it an appropriately extreme name. Right, 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 right. Um, I have to think about food. This is this movie's taking a, a turn. Yeah. Um, what do you want people eating in the theater? And throwing up in the air as they get startled. <laughs> uh, like a car- a carnival food. Yeah, okay. Maybe like a funnel cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of um, uh, powdered sugar creates yes. like a really like dusty. Yeah. <laughs> it's one dusty theater. Oh, those theater employees are going to So this pissed. is like the Walt Disney World 4D theater experience where you, <laughs> yeah. you got to... Oh, yeah, they've got, like, people, like, burping into your face. For, <laughs> and they, like, like, spray stink in the air. Because <laughs> it's the 1800s and it's horrible. Yeah. Who who knew that the fourth D was um, set smell, by the way? Like, yeah, I right. had no idea. I thought it was time, but it turns out it's smell. Okay, and then what is what is our Mountain Dew? Is there, like, a... Isn't there, like, a, a black Mountain Dew? There is a black one. It's my favorite. Pitch it's black. called Pitch Black, and it is grape-flavored. Yeah, I vote pitch black. I feel like Heck that's yes. um I cuz you know, we haven't even talked about it. Does our movie in color? It's probably in color, but it oh. maybe has like a black and or maybe it's in black and white. I don't know. I like maybe we do what they did with Logan and we make we release two versions, one in black one's and like white. Sepia. One's and one is silent. <laughs> one is one is a, like a silent film where everything on the Blu-ray it's backwards. <laughs> I think one version is like a for real silent film where it's like slightly too fast and then they like intercut the the, the cards the cards between. Yeah, that's for the that'll be like the ultimate director's cut, and we'll say this was our original vision, and yes. film snobs will love that version. Love it. Okay, this is great. I love this movie. Um, that's gonna do it for us. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. <laughs> um hannah thank you so much for coming on the show this was incredible uh i'm glad you brought your magic knowledge to share with the rest of us Uh, and your big knowledge and my my uh my female perspective yes that was um uh truly a boon to us (laughs) hannah where can our listeners find you find your work where would you like to direct them this is your opportunity to plug yourself oh my god um well you know, I I perform and I teach at the Magnet Theater. Uh, that's where in New York City, that's where they can find me. And I awesome. direct a show that 
where we like make up a play in a specific genre every oh, other man. week. So that sounds great. I gotta yeah. get to New York. It's real fun. It's called the cast. That sounds so good. Um, well, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. If you like the show, please give us a good rating and review on iTunes and tell your friends about it. Tell them we've got the female perspective now. <laughs> I think that'll get us. If that if that's what's been holding them back, we have that now. Um, until next time, I'm Scott Owen. I'm Frank Sarah. And Hannah, as you know, we normally have our guests provide us with a password so that our listeners can get in next week. Mm-hmm. Could you please give us our password? Uh, I, I think it's big. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, is that too on the nose?